Hello, how are you guys doing? My name is Fran. Welcome to the Heal Into Your Awakening podcast. I hope you have all had a splendid week. I hope that you have all taken time to love on yourself and speak life into your desires. And yeah, I would like to start today, as always, by extending my gratitude to all of you guys who have taken upon yourselves to like, follow, subscribe, share the podcast. Thank you so much to all my friends who have added me on Instagram. Thank you. Thank you guys very much. So (laughs) y'all, I tried a live like two weeks ago. And um, if you know me at all, that is, I stepped out of my comfort zone and did it for the first time. And I intend to continue every week. I'm thinking between Wednesday and Thursdays. I think this week I'm going to look into doing it on Wednesday, probably around 8 Eastern Standard Time, to just dive deeper into the conversations that I would have on a podcast. And then I can do like a question and answer. And maybe if you're up to it, you can join me on the live. We'll just discuss our experiences pertaining to the topic of just about healing and spirituality in general. I really want to, you know, create a platform that unites all of us and we can share this journey together. So if you're on Instagram, follow me on Healing to Your Awakening. My next live will be on Wednesday at 8 p.m. See ya there. If y'all not coming by like 15 minutes, 20 minutes in, I'm out because I'm shy. And I'm <laughs> But last week was cool. Last week, um, it took me out of my comfort zone. I sat there for a little bit and I was like, mm, am I here? And it's crazy because I did a poll and I, you know, to just see what people's time would be. But you know what? It's cool or whatever. It was the first time I felt like it was just, I got, a, I got rid of the jitters of just putting myself out there. And I think moving forward, it will just get better from here. And the only thing that's missing is you. <laughs> okay. Um. So today, today's topic is something that I enjoy talking about so much. I am the person my friends go to for conversations pertaining to this. And I was a little shocked at myself that I haven't quite dived. I think I was saving it or whatever. Um. It is a topic that is very broad. So over time, I intend to dive into it further and further and further. But I'll just like to start with it. And I want to talk about dating from an awakened perspective. I think that is by far one of the most important factors in our journey. Because that really, man, your love life will really reflect to you the things you need to see. So... Shall we begin? To start by stating three foundational points. My first, foremost, most important one that I literally live by in every aspect is that earth is school for my spirit. I am a spiritual being having a human experience. Our human self thrives off of pleasure and enjoyment. However, our spirit thrives off of growth through pain and hard lessons. That is how we evolve. We're not here to just be humans, but we are here to integrate both our spiritual desires and our human desires, 
But when we leave this plane, we leave as a spirit. And if you believe in incarnations, we incarnate and we learn another lesson and we do it all over again. But we take the lessons that we have learned as a spiritual being having a human experience. We take that lesson and that is the gift that we give ourselves. The gift of Fran to my spirit will be the lessons that I've evolved from and I apply to my life as a human. So that is the first one. And I, I want you to always remember that in every aspect through good and bad. I am here because I decide, decided to, to come here and experience the things that I've experienced. And the people in my life are going to be um, actors and mirrors that are going to help me receive those experiences. That is that, right? My second one is that our foundational relationships, so the relationships we had as our childhood, you know, our ego is formed in childhood. And that is the time that a lot of our restrictions, our perception, our assumption of life creates. Your perception and your assumption that you have formed is what reflects to you as an adult. And when you reach your adult stage, those things continuously manifest until you evolve out of them through intentional work. So if you're here, you have already started that journey. You probably started it long ago or you're embarking on that journey. But your romantic relationships, right, and the people that you love and the people you attract are usually manifested from the assumption of your childhood experiences, the things you need to see to evolve. You're attracting that. And as an awakened person, you do the work and become intentional about how you want that to play out. You, when you become aware and you start to put in action, you become intentional about how you create the life you want from an awakened standpoint. And this is why I'm here right now to talk, to talk about that. <laughs> so how did I get here? I had a traumatic childhood, which led me to feel inadequate and unworthy. And though I couldn't, I couldn't quite put those feelings into words, I navigated my mainly romantic relationships from that standpoint. I developed codependent tendencies and I would put my romantic partners on pedestals and I wanted love. I wanted someone to treat me well. I knew what that looked like um, for me at that from that perspective, but I wasn't getting it and I felt like I needed to work for it. And when I would get it, I didn't feel worthy of it and I would work some more. And it was just, it just felt like I was on a hamster wheel. I was constantly chasing something or someone and working for it and knowing that I'm not getting it and then fighting to get it. When I got a glimpse of it, then it, I would feel like, is that even it? Am I even worthy of it? What did I do? You know, it was just that. It was constant living like that. And it was exhausting. Now I'm thinking about it. I'm exhausted for me. <laughs> 
but um had two long-term relationships both lasted six years each and um and it wasn't six years of bliss it was six years both relationships now they both were different in their own way but they both led me with the same feeling of inadequacy unworthiness and just lowered my self-esteem even more at a certain point I experienced I had no choice when I decided to change my perspective about life I was at a place in my life where I wanted to change desperately I wanted to have control over my life and the way I felt and not be led by my desire to please other people or looking for their approval I just really wanted to have control over myself because that was something I lacked from childhood I always felt at the mercy of other people's actions whether it was me working for them to like me more or not feeling like I was good enough to be liked and questioning why they even liked me so it was like no pleasing me right and um, by the end of 2017 I was at my wits end I mean there are things that occurred but I was at my wits end um, I had started to listen to podcasts and I think there was a podcast that I used I should probably change the name by now but it was love junkie at that time and she said that when you because I felt like I kept meeting the same people in just with different faces like the same script different cast it will be different scenarios but it was the same feeling was the same pattern and as I started to look for answers I came across this thing where she said that if you want to change the dynamic of the people that are coming in your life stop dating for six months stop dating and just you know and I heard it I was like can I even do that because all my life I've been a, I, I consider myself a quote-unquote relationship girl <laughs> to the point that my friends like my friends and I would we would um, joke and say whenever my boyfriend and I broke up my world is upside down the love bug comes and bites me and I'm back can't help it girl can't yeah that was me I was one of those girls and I, I didn't know how to be alone I went from relationship to relationship long term I did not give myself a break and I went right into the next one and just went right into full-on force if he was um, emotionally unavailable I will make sure that he was available and again you can't make nobody do nothing but that wasn't me I was a fixer <laughs> and um, that's how I navigated and I was exhausted by that time and I once I saw this lady say you were gonna change the about the, the kind of people that are coming in your life by that time and th that's all I needed to say. I was like oh boom I'm gonna try so um, I started that experience by, by with that mindset I went into therapy and I decided to take on celibacy again by this time I was over myself and it wasn't that I was doing anything out of the norm by that time I became aware enough to know that I was giving my power away too much I was giving my power away my, my, my happiness was dependent on the actions of my romantic partners and I would hear and read of these women who were living in their power 
living from a place of wholeness and I would see it and I thrive to be like that, but I had no clue on how to do it. And it frustrated me because I have now had some level of awareness that my actions were what was bringing me to this place. But I also felt stuck because I didn't know how to. So I, I, I was celibate for maybe about two years. Didn't date, didn't entertain anyone, just strictly focus on myself. And there are so many lessons that I got out of that. So many, so many lessons. One of them, and I'll, I'll share a few. One of them was that my body looks, when, I, when I'm in distress, and at that time too, I was experiencing my spiritual awakening. My dad was sick. My cousin had a past. Work business wasn't going great. So many different things. And it will be one hurdle after the other. And it will all be a big bang. And I was committed to not being with anyone, right? And I would find myself eager to just distract myself from what I was experiencing by being in company with a romantic partner. And I didn't know that. I didn't, I, I mean, I knew about the whole emotional eating thing. I, I got to know about it in my time, but I did not know that I craved romantic connections when I am in distress. And I started to see how that would be a problem because if you're trying to look for safety or calm or you're trying to deflect from your issues by going to someone else who probably already has their issues you create more and i started to see my i was like oh really friend that's what you was that's what you was doing girl that was one of it and it was just two i just wanted to be loved i wanted to be liked i didn't have an idea of what that looked like and I became more intentional about it. I started to write the kind of partners that I've been meeting. I wrote who I was. I wrote what I'm looking for. And I looked, the ideal person that I am, how does she look like? How does she manage her relationships, including her romantic relationships? I had put my romantic partnerships at such a pedestal that as I became, as I took my time to get to know myself further, I started to see that my romantic relationships are important, but my other relationships were equally or similarly important. And um, this was the me that I wanted to be. Um, this was the awakened version of myself. So that was about three years ago. Everything came to a good understanding in th three years ago. And then I started dating back in 2020. Again, I've met people who were significant to my journey. I've met people who I felt would have been really great partners. I would have been so okay with them if I wasn't in this state. If I didn't know what I know about myself now, it has been really easy 
to let go because I've, I, I have integrated my spirit with my human body. I can talk and connect with someone, but I have an idea of the partner that I'm looking for. I like to give this analogy, right? Before I start going into, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not saying that you should go ahead and be celibate and whatnot. But if you are experiencing a spiritual awakening, if you're in the beginning stages of your spiritual awakening, um, so before I get into that, I'll say this, even though I started my journey trying to change the dynamic of partners that were coming in my life, because that's what I got from that podcast initially, I started to learn more about myself and I didn't just want to change the partners that I was getting by just stop dating and letting the energy shift. I wanted to change who I am. I wanted to empower myself. I wanted to see relationships as the cherry on my cake and not my entire cake. That is what by month three I got out of that. Again, not saying that is what you should do, but I would like to suggest something. If you find yourself having relationships that are tumultuous, finding yourself put in a position of unworthiness by their actions, take a break. Take a break because I'll give this analogy that helped me a lot. Assuming that every time you eat ice cream, every time you eat dairy, you went to the toilet and then you did a test and found out that you were lactose intolerant, right? But prior to that, every time you eat dairy, every time you eat a butter pecan ice cream, you will go, it would give you an upset stomach. So you'll go to chocolate ice cream and then you will go to vanilla ice cream and it kept happening. Same thing, same thing. Like, oh, why is this? Every time I eat cheese. But when you go to the source of the problem, you realize you're lactose intolerant and you realize ways to then maneuver this condition, right? Same thing with codependency or any other issues that you might have. You are the foundation of that issue. And when you, when you focus on yourself and realize, and you, you take the time, right? You can't, you do whatever you want, but I don't recommend dating during this time. When you're taking the time to get to know yourself and figure out what it is about you that keeps attracting the same person or a similar experience, you then are able to apply that knowledge, that awakened understanding of self into your future relationships. And it's now easier to do it. But like back to it, if you're lactose intolerant, you keep having different kinds of dairy and you don't know, you just keep changing it and thinking that it's the butter pecan, it's the vanilla, it's the cookie dough. It is this, it is that, it is that, but not going to test yourself and see based on my unique experiences, what has led me to have these, like these unpleasant feelings and emotions after every single encounter with a romantic partner. When you realize that, then you're able to say, for me, I have two things, right? That I've promised myself. So I understand that my, I, I have different aspects of me in this body, in this awareness. And one of the most important aspect of me is my inner child. That little girl went through so much. I get emotional just thinking about the stuff she endured. 
I do not wish that on any child. And she is my responsibility right now. And as much as I might want to do certain things, I have to go and see how she feels about it. She was neglected and she lives within me and she came about these survival tactics that helped us. It brought us to where we were and it brought us to a position where we no longer needed it. But I honor that part of me. I honor her. I love her. I protect her. And if I'm dealing with anyone who no intentionally or intentionally makes me feel in a way that I no longer want to feel, I don't care how cute you are. I don't care how much we connect with each other. I wash my hands because guess what? You're not it. That is one of my, that's, that's like my main rule. If I'm dealing with you and you make me feel some type of way about who I am as a person, through your actions, whether it is your just being emotionally unavailable, inconsistent, whatever it is that you do to make me question myself, I don't. Because one of my main things in this life as a 33-year-old woman is to live in my power, is to um, utilize the lessons that I've learned as an evolved person, but to also appreciate that. I stand firm in myself. I love the crap out of myself, right? And it took me a lot of time. It took me a lot of work. There are times where I'm not too good up with myself, but again, that's me and me. That's my beef with myself. And you and you're not about to, I'm not about to bring you in this for you to make me feel in a way that I have worked so hard to get out of. That is one of my biggest thing when I'm dating. And if you find, if you're like me who has had similar experiences and my words resonate with you, that when you, when you make a list of the things you're looking for in a man, I want someone who's passionate about me. I want someone who wants me, if not more, but just as I want them. And if I find myself guessing that, if I find, and you know, I mean, there are steps where you, I'm not, I'm not talking about a love bomber and anything like that, but I need to feel, I'm doing a lot of work for myself. I do a ton of work to be where I am right now. And I'm going to need you to not interfere with that. If you're not going to be an asset to that, don't interfere with it. And if you do interfere with it, we're not aligned. I'm not the person for you. I don't care how much money you make. I don't care how, no. And that's, that's like, that's when I, when I look at my list, my list is not very, very long, you know, but that is the top of it. That is the foundational point. When I move forward with someone, that is what I look for. I don't care what you have, what, what, what the rest of the things that you check off as, but if that is not there, because that is how I honor that girl. And I have let go of significant connections because of that. There were times where I questioned myself, but what this particular exercise does for you when you start to navigate your life like that it gives you confidence it allows you to have for it, it creates self-trust and every time I make hard decisions for her decisions that were not made by her parents when I and I let her know girl I got your back you don't like oh you don't like this or oh, this person okay I got you when I start making those decisions, I create more trust. And then she further allows me to then experience other things wholly. I experience things without resistance, 
when I am when I honor my inner child. So that's just especially for my folks that have, you know, experienced childhood trauma. Another part about being intentional and dating from an awakened standpoint is going back to that list based on who you have evolved to be. When you meet someone who does not align with the partner that you desire, it is okay to say, I don't want this and another one. I promise I'm not being ungrateful. <laughs> Y'all don't understand how many times I've sent people back. Um, and it's because I feel like these are all tests as well. When you know that you have evolved and you know you have learned a lesson, when someone comes your way that is not in alignment with the evolved you, if you entertain that person, what happens is that you have said, oh, I still got a little bit of work to do. Because again, everything, everything starts with your mind. Everything starts with the concept of self. If you really and truly believe that you are worthy of everything that you desire, you are worthy of the partner you desire, anything that is not consistent with that understanding, you will easily let it go. Your human body might bother you a little bit. Don't get me wrong. When I say easily, I mean for the spirit. And if you're not doing that, you don't fully believe yet. That is one of the lessons that I've learned dating from an awakened standpoint. And um, another one that I wanted to um, kind of talk about, I feel like I'm a little scattered here. I'm looking at the time and that's what's messing me up. But I'll continue. I found myself initially being a bit shy about who I am and how I live my life. I don't necessarily, I'm not necessarily the normal religious girl. I believe in spirit. I believe in my ancestors guiding and protecting me. I talk to them often and, um, and all that good stuff. And sometimes I found myself slightly um, embarrassed to talk about certain things simply because I do not want to be judged. And um, it is very important when you're on this journey, especially in the beginning stages, to know your why and to be steadfast within who you are so that when you date and you meet people who, and you will meet people, you will meet men who will shun the crap out of your, what you believe in to know how to deal with that. And it's not necessarily, I'm not saying go be arguing with them and try to debate them on what is the right way and what isn't, but it's to do it your way. For me, I don't argue meet with my ancestors every Sunday. I serve a meal, I present flowers, I, you know, we, 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 you know, we chug it out. And um, I was on the phone with somebody and I, I had to go do it. And I said, listen, I, I will talk to you. I'm calling it a night. And he was like, what are you about to do? And I explained to him what I was doing. This is like, oh, not not recently, but like a, a little while back. And he was like, what are you about to go do? And I said that, I'm about to go talk to my peoples. I'm about to, and he got so like, it, he, he and, and you know, he hung up the phone, yes. But the next time he came on the phone, he tried to basically 
exercise me. Is that like, you know, what you do with the exorcist? They give me like an exorcism or whatever. Like, that's how I felt. Like, that's how the conversation went. And I told him, I said that if I was Christian, if I was Muslim and I told you I'm going to go pray, would you then try to tell me or deter me from my beliefs? And then he was kind of quiet. And I mean, this is somebody I don't talk to anymore, but I just wanted to give him perspective before I dropped him. If you are not going to treat other people's spiritual beliefs like that, why treat mine like that? Mine might not be the, the necessarily the most common one, or my, my, I might have been one that is shunned upon by people who are not aware of it or don't know the specifics. But if you wanted to know, ask me. Ask me why I have these rituals instead of trying to whatever you're doing. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to meet so many people when you're on this journey and you're dating that are going to test you, that are not just going to test who you are as a person, but they're going to test your beliefs as well. And that is something to be mindful of. Before I end, because I don't want this to get too long, I wanted to talk about how do you heal i mean that that is a vast topic too but how do you move on from sad relationships that have brought you here to feel less than how you want to feel how do you move on from that i'll go back into the understanding right that this is cool i don't hold grudges anymore especially to my past partners one, because I understand that everyone mirrors how I feel about myself or mirrors the lesson that I need to evolve from. And I have been able to evolve from lessons. There have been people, I always go back to my sour moments. There have been people who I loved deeply. I remember I was dating this guy years and years ago. And he wasn't good for me. And I knew he wasn't good for me. And I would just look at him like, how am I going to get over you? He was fine. He just, and when I think about it, he literally, I manifested a fear of mine. He was a walking fear of mine. So I was so drawn to him. And I would literally just look at him. And man, what they say, if you haven't asked God to get you over someone, you ain't know, you don't know what love is yet. And I would like, just question, like, how do I even start getting over this man? And I would pray about my God. And this is when, like, I was not necessarily in my, like, power. So I'd be like, God, please help me. Help me get over this man. I love him so much. And and um, I ended up getting over him. I look back at him, and I'm like, ah, really? You? And I like to say this, right? It, it sounds cliche. We've heard it so many times. You have upper in power. You are the one who makes someone special. The desire, the affection you have for them, the love you have for them is what creates them into who they are in your life. When you take away that, they become nothing. I mean, they're significant in their own way, but in your world, in your reality, they become nothing. I want you to remember that. And think about all the people you've liked. 
all the people you wanted to be with so bad and when and a lot of those people that you've gotten over a lot of them that you like and you want especially if they're not reciprocating especially when it's unrequited love it is your fear you're chasing they are marrying your fear and that's what you want out of them you are afraid of what they're giving you but yet you're magnetized to it because it is a lesson you want to learn you are attracted to the lesson and you don't even know it put that into consideration when you're trying to get over someone and understand that your feelings is not facts the fact is the fact but your feelings is valid but it's not the fact and you can feel one way today, but you will feel another way tomorrow. When I let people go, and the, especially people that are significant for me, but they're not in alignment with my healed self, my evolved self, I keep this in mind. I say to myself, feelings is not fact. I will get over this. I, when I look back at all these people that, all these men that, I admired and I liked and I wanted so bad. And the moment that desire went, the moment I was, especially when you start doing that inner child work, mommy. Man, when, when that little girl or boy lets you in and lets go of the resistance and a lot of the fears, ooh, when, when you release those assumptions, they become so insignificant. But know that how you feel right now is valid. I get it. Because I've, I've laid in bed trying to figure out, ooh, how am I going to let this person go? But just know that how you feel right now, you can unfeel it. You will unfeel it eventually when you stay, especially when you put yourself first. When your intention it's for your betterment, for the alignment of your spirit with your body. The universe, God, source, your guides, angels, everything will come together and help you get out, especially when you ask for help. I think I'm going to end here. I'm going to end here. I think I was kind of all over the place a little bit, but bear with me, bear with me, bear with me. And I'm only human. <laughs> and um, we'll dive into it a little bit more. I feel like there's so much to talk about. Um... Wednesday, join me on live and we're going to, you know, if you have any specific questions, conversations that you want to have in pertaining to this topic, I would love to be of service and we can just dive into it a little further. But thank you so much. Um, I love you. I appreciate you for being here. And um, yes, have a wonderful week and I will see you guys Wednesday or I'll see you guys next week in case you don't come on the live, but I hope you do. Love you. Bye.